Fuck, Mary, kill. Amarin, Moore, or Feyre? This is hard. That's a hard one. I thought the last one was hard, but shit. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna go first. And okay. Yeah. Listeners, do not judge me. I'm going. I'm gonna not second guess myself. Kill Feyre. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck Amran. Marry more. I feel like Moore and I would be really good friends. I so I could live forever with her. Okay. I feel like I would have to highly agree with that. <laughs> it sounds awful. Ferris has so much baggage. Alrighty, well, welcome back. I'm Steph. I'm Kat. And today we will be talking about A Court of Mist and Fury. It's a great redemption compared, I feel like, to A Court of Thorns and Roses. Holy moly. Buckle <laughs> up. Again. So yesterday I was scrolling TikTok and it was like this dramatic TikTok and it was like, um asking like if god could grant you one wish and it was like i wish i could go back in time when i read mist and fury for the first time and i was like same yes uh, there's no words to describe mist and fury to me there's just so much drama you're never bored at it never. it is it's probably the it's the fan favorite like i feel like in like um hunger games catching fire was the fan favorite um harry potter i feel like prisoner of azkaban order of the phoenix were like the mm-hmm. big two fan favorites mist and fury is that for akatar 100 it's something about the second book like especially hunger games relating to catching fire i don't know why i loved catching fire yeah even the movie catching fire was the best movie in like present day right now i'm almost finished with wings and ruin and don't get me wrong it, it's a great book it's a lot bigger, I would say, probably, what, 100 page more? 100 pages more? I really loved Wings and Ruins. It's a <sighs> very close second for me. Like, it, Don't get me wrong, I love it, but there's parts where I'm like, okay, okay, let, let's let's get going. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get back on the topic of Mr. Fury. So I thought um, we would just start off with a summary of A Court of Mr. Fury. So... It is about Feyre has survived um, Amaranthus' clutches to return to the Spring Court, but it's at a steep cost. Though she now has powers of the High Fey, her heart remains human, and it can't forget the terrible deed she performed to save Tamlin's people. Nor has Feyre forgotten her bargain with Reason, High Lord of the Feared Night Court. And as just Feyre- as a reminder, I'm sorry. Just yes. as a reminder, <laughs> the the. the- what what's eating at her is I forget what you said the bargain she made not the bargain she made but the price it took is mm-hmm. she killed two innocent people mm-hmm. in the final trial of Amarantha's three trials she killed two very innocent people and this is still eating it away her. <laughs> it haunts yes. her it's haunting her and then the bargain um that she made with Reason was to save her life after the worm um trial and. Uh, I don't think we even mentioned this in the last podcast, but um, as part of her bargain with Reason, um, she's tattooed. And as a tattoo girly, um, <laughs> I love it. Like, in my head, I tried to visualize it. I look up all the fan art of her tattoos. Love it so much. So she has two eyes on her hands and then yes. these, like, exquisite designs going up her arms. Love it. Also, if I was more of a bad girl, quote, quote, <laughs> and was not a kindergarten teacher, I probably, like, I don't know. An eye on my palm would be kind of badass. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm getting an Akatar tattoo um here within the next couple of weeks. But like, I think I I'm like doing. I'm not doing it. That would be such eye. a cool. I, it would I be really like, cool. 
that'd be so cool but I that'd be very painful um but anyway (laughs) (laughs) as Farrah navigates um this dark web of politics passion and power um there is so much greater evil that looms uh and her whole purpose now is to try to stop this but when she was saved by these um harrowing kings i guess or high lords she gifted all of their um special powers yeah so each of the high lords when she died so yes. let's, let's mention that she died at the end of the trials and in order to bring her back to life, each of the high Lords had to like grant her part of their gifts, whether they wanted to or not. Um, and so now she has a power from each of the high Lords, mm-hmm. which she is starting to navigate, whether it's easy or hard, or she even notices it's happening, but she has to figure out these heroin gifts, but she's also like healing her soul. Like, she is devastated about what she did to this these phase. They were innocent. They had no reason to die. And she knows that. And so she is just trying to, I guess, figure out her future and how Homegirl, Homegirl's she definitely depressed. Homegirl's oh, depressed. Homegirl is depressed and missing fury for a lot of it. And then, you know, then there's that turning <laughs> corner. <laughs> and then she meets a boy. <laughs> Yes. So um, that's kind of like the summary that I found from like Reddit and that I typed up, added a couple things to. But I thought we would go off our first question to go ahead and get this podcast started. Hit me with it. Um, so what would you rate this book on, <laughs> let's say on a scale of one to five or zero? <laughs> zero so, to five. So I'm I'm a big Goodreads person. If you guys are listening to this and you use Goodreads, add me as a friend. Um, I love Goodreads. Um, this I give a five out of five. I don't give fives easily. I'm a big three out of five, four out of five. I am a stickler for that five out of five. With this, I was no second thought. It was five out of five. I I agree. It's a five out of five for me. Um, honestly, if I would have just read chapter 45 if you know you know <laughs> i would probably give him a 45 a five out of five for chapter 45 um could have happened sooner in my opinion but it's okay um, no but it's kind of perfect because it's that slow yes. burn i hate it, it whenever the authors give it to us too early um because then you're like what else do i have to live for um sarah mass really makes you earn that scene um Oh, yes. No, you know she makes you earn the smut in this book um yes. not until the final fi- the final last quarter of the book that we finally get some action and, and, and not the weird type of action <laughs> okay so the big um i would say cliffhanger that we leave on with a court with thorns and roses was that she has all these powers and she now has no like she doesn't know how to use them or she doesn't really even know about them yet but all she knows is that she loves tamlin and she's going back to spring court but in mist of fury she has two love interests that she ends up swapping do you think this was well done in the book the transfer from tamlin into going to reason i think this was so well done so um, just to kind of give a little bit of a brief synopsis of how how Feyre ends up in 
the court of dreams with recent um versus how she leaves the court of the supreme court where she lives with tamlin so tamlin and favorite are set to be married at the beginning of this book right and yes. it isn't until favorite is walking down the aisle that she's like what the hell am i doing i don't think i love this man as much as he loves me um and i think she's sitting there wishing for someone to save her and she has this bond with recent and part of this bond is that they communicate telepathically they can communicate down the bond and so as she's walking down the aisle sitting there going someone save me someone save me who shows up Reason. our homeboy <laughs> and then this is where he at this point it had been a couple months and he had not made her come to his court yet because remember how he made her agree one week every month it mm -hmm. had been like three months and he had not made her pay that price yet mm -hmm. but now he shows up at her wedding and she's wearing this hideous ugly dress that she hates and he takes one look at her snickers and like you're coming with me um so she spends that week with him and then she goes home and war is breaking out or they're on the verge of war and so tamlin Tamlin's going to these important meetings and all Feyre wants to do is be involved. She's getting these powers and she wants to practice them. And Tamlin's like, nope, you're just going to sit there and look pretty. I remember there's at one point she asked, she was like, well, once we get married, will I be high lady since you're high Fey?" And he's like, uh, no, you're just my wife. And um, eventually he locks her in the house, like completely barricades the house so she can't leave whenever he leaves. And she just has this massive panic attack. Sorry, that's because <laughs> she's having this panic attack because it reminds her of being in Amarantha's hold again. Yeah, and so part of the things as the High Lords can't. So because this like barrier that Tamlin set up, Reeson cannot just like break into Tamlin's house and save her because it would it would start World War Three. Um, so he sends his cousin Moore Morgan. Um, and Morgan ends up breaking the wall, um, the barrier, and takes Feyre to the Court of Dreams, um, back to Resend. And so, long story short, is that I think it's so well done here because we we have this kind of like slow burn of like at the beginning, Tamlin and Feyre are very much in love, she's happy, all is well, and then she slowly starts to question her choices, like, do I want to marry this man? What is this man doing to me? He won't let me be his equal. He won't let me be involved. Um, he's making me wear this ugly dress. Um, and then she goes to live with Reeson. And Reeson's like, you can stay here as long as you want. And she's pissed at Tamlin at this point, right? So she's like, okay. She doesn't even like Reeson, but she agrees to stay. Um, and so it's not like she ultimately like switches. She's not like one second she's in love with Tamlin and the next she's with Reeson. It is that very slow burn. She hates Reeson at first. Yes. She can't stand the look of his face. Um, and so we have this chapters upon chapters of this great buildup and this character development between Reese and Feyre. So kudos to Sarah Mash. She did an amazing job at making that switch because it wasn't just instant. No, it, w it was not instant at all. Do um, you agree or what, what's your thoughts on the, um, the switch between her lovers? So uh, when I was researching and like going back and looking at it, because once you're reading one book and then you go to the next year, I was kind of like, what happened? <laughs> so I was re researching on it and I was seeing a lot of people were saying that Tamlin's character was kind of assassinated um, of like his man balls, pretty much. I pictured it, you know, because 
it's everything Feyre just wants him wants him wants him wants him wants him in the first book and then she finally gets him um we forgot to mention one character Ianthe um and she uh, yeah a bitch so honestly let's just refer to her as bitch because it's (laughs) a name so we didn't know how to pronounce a name at first and I looked on reddit and the one person's like it's pronounced (laughs) b-i-t-c-h I was like yep they aren't wrong no and Ianthe is the one that puts Feyre in that fugly dress too that wedding dress (laughs) and for whatever reason Tamlin takes her opinion so so seriously and will go to the bitch instead of going to Feyre you know like he lets her do things even though that isn't she like a prince or a priestess she's a priestess right yeah I believe so yeah so like she she is of honor technically and so I think she's not his fucking fiance like Feyre is Yes. And I think that's where this is the point when Feyre is kind of like, I'm on the back burner. Like I, he does. He's not not his priority. No. And, and she's like, how can you not be like, I, she, Feyre is so depressed at this point. She doesn't want to paint. She doesn't want to do anything. Feyre sacrificed everything for Tamlin. She could have stayed in that human world and let Tamlin rot with Amarantha exactly and so back to the big question whether um do i think the swapping love interest was well done i think sarah mass couldn't have done a better job because she was already so broken and tamlin was doing nothing to save her and then that's all she wanted she just wanted somebody to save her and kind of not baby her she she's never been babied in her life no and so why would it start now so one of my favorite parallels in this book um going off of this whole tamlin versus recent is early on in the book whenever she's still in the spring court with tamlin she has these reoccurring nightmares and she wakes up in the middle of the night puking her guts out and while she's puking her guts out in the bathroom tamlin just stays in bed and sleeps right through it when she goes to the Court of Dreams to be with Reason, when Reason saves her, um, she's having these same nightmares. But while she's puking in the bathroom, Reason wakes up, follows her into the bathroom, and holds her hair back. And that parallel, the difference between that, literally gave me goosebumps the first time I read that. Exactly. Well, Reason, he actually cares for her. And that's why. So also, if we jump back, so Katie mentioned that when she first got back to the spring court after Amarantha and everything, she was supposed to pay her dues for that, what, three months and spend a week. But Reese knew like what she was going through and that, you know, they have that bond. So he knew, even though that he wasn't there with her, they have that bond. So he knew. He didn't catch in until she was on her wedding day, walking down the aisle going, save me, save me, save save me. me. And so that just tells you what type of character Reason is. He doesn't want her to fly, yet he's from no. the Court of Nightmares. <laughs> he, he, as we learn in this book, he plays the bad boy very well. Mm-hmm. But at the heart, he's just, he's a golden retriever that looks like a Rottweiler. Pretty much. Well, and we'll, we'll get there here soon, but recent has a secret city called valeris Mm -hmm. so he is he's just two different people he can be black and he can be white he's just he's so transformative i love him as a character 
He just Sarah Mash chef's kiss. That's all wow. I have to say. All I have to say about that. Were you satisfied with the way Sarah Mass handled Feyre's trauma inflicted by Amarantha from the first book? Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've kind of gone over this. Yeah, I mean, we kind of went over that. Um, I think that she, I think Sarah Mass did a great job of letting Feyre feel her feelings. Because I feel like a lot of times authors, they touch it. And then they leave it. And they're like, oh, I'm so giddy. I'm so in love. They expect them to move on. So there is a Taylor Swift song on her last album, Midnight. It's called Labyrinth. And there's one lyric in particular um, that I love. And it says, you know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to bounce back just like that. And I feel like a lot of authors do that with their characters. They just have them they go through something tragic and they just make them bounce back to the care, the person they were before this tragic event. But Sarah Mass does not. Feyre is a totally different person pre Amarantha and post Amarantha. And, um, I mean, we, we love Taylor Swift. So I just had to bring that in, but that, 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 that line from Labyrinth, I just felt like it's Feyre. You know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to bounce back just like that. And Tamlin kind of does. Tamlin's Mm -hmm. like, girl, get over it. Like the past is the past. And Feyre's like, no, I can't. I killed people. Yeah. Everything has changed. Exactly. And that's why I give Sarah Mass so much grace and so much honor for, um, for allowing Feyre to feel her feelings because a lot of times authors let them move on too fast especially for the horrid things like Amarantha was she's like okay that would be let's relate this like Hunger Games Katniss um Snow you know could you imagine Katniss just she she is so (laughs) upset and could you imagine if I'm I'm having a very blonde moment. I can't remember the author of Hunger Games, but uh, could you? Uh, Susan Collins. Yes. So could you imagine her just not letting Katniss Everdeen ever grieve? Well, here's a good example. Like, so in um, the Harry Potter series, in book four of the Goblet of Fire, um, Cho Chang is dating Cedric Diggory. Yes. And at the end, spoiler alert, if you haven't read this after over a decade, almost two decades, Cedric Diggory dies at the end of Goblet of Fire. Um, and by the next book, Cho Chang is over him and dating Harry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. No. That, n- that never rubbed me right. Because how, okay, if your boyfriend that you love that much died tragically by Voldemort, you're just moving on and dating Harry in the next book? It doesn't, when I read a book, I want to be able to relate it to a little bit of an aspect of life. Even if it's fantasy, I want to be able to relate oh, yeah. to the character. And I think that Sarah Mass made Feyre in this situation very relatable. Very. Very relatable. Okay. Buff Fey dudes with wings. Hot or nah? Hot. Okay. Hot. Um side question fuck mary kill recent asriel or cassian (laughs) okay here's mine let me go first i want to kill asriel he's a little bit too serious for me Uh i'm I'm a goofball i don't take anything seriously asriel is a little bit too serious for me i am going to fuck recent and i'm going to marry cassian um but 
and not based on this book, based on future books, which is kind of cheating. But if I'm going based on this book, then I would mm-hmm. fuck Cassie and Mary Reeson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to fuck Cassian because I feel like he gives off, like, good in the sheets vibes. Um, oh, I and love him where I am now in the series. Reeson, He's my favorite. Well, Reeson, he just gives off, like, he's loyal, you know? Like, he, he's good and bad, but he's loyal, you know? So I'd marry him. Um, Poor Az. But, <laughs> yeah, no, Az, I'm sorry. He He's just too much in the shadows. I don't, I mean... Sometimes I want to be... He's, he's just far oh. too serious for me. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he means well, but Cassian... Fox... And he, he's he's too tied up in war. Yeah. He's, he's too, pro- too... Okay, I hate to say that. I don't. I didn't think that was possible to be too protective, but he's too protective. Oh, yeah, well, Tamlin's too protective. Yes, but... He's not, on that. A... he's not on that level. No, he's not at that level. But that was my one of my top <laughs> questions right there. Buffet dudes, things <laughs> hot or nah? Hot. Definitely hot. Um, so if you guys, are listeners, if you're listening to me and like, why does she sound like that? Um, I've had the flu since. Um, so I went on Saturday to get my last Taylor Swift tattoo. And um, I woke up in the morning feeling fine. And then every hour that I sat there where I was getting tattooed, I was like, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. And then by the time I got home that night, I had like a fever 101. But yeah, if I have the flu, I'm finally feeling better. My fever broke, um, but I just sound awful. So let's move on to our next question. Again, I'm going to be referencing Harry Potter because Harry Potter is just a great basis for fantasy. So the question is, the Horcrux like search for the ring in the book. What was your favorite part, or did you not like that about Sarah Mass? How she kind of included that little hunt, like Horcrux feel. Oh, so you know, like when she had to go to like the Weaver's house and like yes. retrieve. Okay, okay. Well, and we can also mention later on we find out that the ring that Reason sends her to hunt to at the Weaver's house is actually a ring that his mom had told reason that only a woman deserving will be able to retrieve retrieve from her and so he sends favor on this task of getting this ring but doesn't tell her that because he's because he doesn't tell her sorry he doesn't tell her about his feelings yet you know i mean they're being flirtatious but he's not telling her that he knows that she's his mate well, I, I love the scene, honestly, because it is super dangerous for Feyre to go into that house and retrieve it. Um, and at the end, when Feyre does, and Reeson's kind of just sitting there laughing, like, Reeson would not let anything happen to Feyre. Like, say if that weaver had turned and went after Feyre, like, Reeson would have burned the whole hut to the ground, you know? Yeah. Um, but Feyre gets just so pissed at Reeson and just, like, basically slaps him in the face and is like, what the hell, dude? And that just kind of like shows their early, like their early dynamic. But even once they get together and they're mates, they still have this like banter back and forth. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I love it. It's so playful. And yet, like, Feyre is just like, dude, seriously. Right. And I feel like that's such like a relationship, real life thing. Like, your relationship, I hopefully they are your best friend where you can be like, seriously, bro? Like, who, what? Oh, yeah. Why? Huh? Call them out on their shit. Yes. Well, who's going to? <laughs> so, I don't know. I just love how Sarah Mass kind of linked it and made it feel very 
familiar, like the Horcrux. So you had the ring and it was very dangerous, but she ended up doing it, even though that she didn't even know what she was trying to retrieve this for. But at the same time, Feyre found out she, her she has more power than she thought. Because oh, yeah. this is where she learns one of her powers. Yeah, like she can hear um, these items talk to her, uh, lost yeah. items. And even going into the book, the book that she has to find that's even so much more drawn out and I just it's kind of like finders keepers you know she just has to keep on finding these things and the more she digs into it the more she finds her power yeah so this book that she needs is for Amarin who um mm -hmm. can decipher it um which I don't think we mentioned before um but I don't think we've even mentioned Amarin yet this podcast and that's surprising because I love Amarin she is like a big sister that... No, she, no, she's like that drunk wine aunt. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she could be like the both, the both of them. Because yeah. she's just, she beats her own drum. She doesn't give two shits. She is, okay, so Amarin's like the most powerful being in the world. She's, she's not male or female, but she takes the body of this like petite woman with like this short, dark bob, um, and so she doesn't look intimidating, but she's the most powerful being on earth. Mm -hmm. She's not from this world. She's like the um, the the bone carver, I believe his name is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's down in there. the um, prison. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. So the bone carver, he lives in the prison. In um, the yeah, court. So he's from, he's, yeah, he's from the same world as Amarin. Yes, or Amarin, Amarin. Amarin. <laughs> I'm like Amarantha, Amarin. Yes. And don't forget, Amarin is his in second in command. Next okay. question. So the next question, and I am going to preface this first. Careful of spoiling things if you've read everything. You can discuss whatever, but just be sure to add spoilers. <laughs> yeah, um, so if you haven't read Past Mist and Fury, mm -hmm. Skip ahead 10 minutes or turn us off, finish the uh -huh. series and come back. Yes. We're, we're not spoiler free here. And I will, I'm will. i going to put disclaimers in the show notes. There's spoilers. We yeah. spoil shit. And this is almost, this question is for anybody who hasn't, this could even go for me because I'm only, um, I'm not finished with Wings and Ruin yet. So but I'm about says, to start the last book. Yeah. So it says, do you expect or want Tamlin to get redemption in the following books? So this question is more, don't spoil anything, Katie, because <laughs> I know that you have already told me your feelings about it. But I mean, you can say them if you want to. So without giving exact reasons, Tamlin is the hero at the end of Wings and Ruins. Mm -hmm. um, I will say he's still a shitty guy. He's still a walking red flag, but he saves someone's life. And um, it was very selfless of him, and he did not have to do it, but he did it because he still loves Feyre. Um, so <laughs> if you haven't read Wings and Ruins, I'm sorry. He, I mean, I didn't tell you who he saves or how he does it or what he does mm -hmm. or why he does it, but I mean, why he does it, he still loves Feyre, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he, he does redeem himself a little bit. Um, does anyone actually forgive him, though? Not really, because in Frost and Starlight, everyone still hates him. Um, but so. as a reader at the end of Wings and Ruins, I remember I finished Wings and Ruins and I texted you and I was like, mm -hmm. I don't follow him tampon anymore. Yeah. 
But see, this is my thing is, again, let's just preface this um, question. Do you expect or want Tamlin to get redemption? And I think redemption is earned. It, like, yeah. Can people change? Yes, but you need to earn it. Earn it. And Tamlin, he put the biggest bullet wound in Feyre. She, he did not help her at all under the mountain with Amarantha. He did not help her at all. He just let her just suffer. There's a Taylor Swift quote I'm going to pull up. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. Does he deserve redemption? He might have his reasoning. In Sarah Mass, um, I need like 10 spinoffs of each character because I need to know more about Tamlin. I need to know more about Amarin. I need to know everything about every character. Because, uh, yeah. So... On the on the topic of Tamlin, um, whether or not like to forgive, forget, whatever, um, at the end of Wings and Ruins, he does do a very heroic action. Um, he saves the life of one of our main characters, and I won't tell you who because you haven't finished the book. Um, but you do finish Wings and Ruins, kind of having a little bit of of a soft spot in your heart for Tamlin. Um, but <laughs> going back to our love of taylor swift and um an article um in 2019 not an article an interview in 2019 um taylor was interviewed and asked about like her situation with kim kardashian and kanye west if she forgave them whatnot and she gave a quote that i love to this day and it was no you don't have to forgive you don't have to forgive and you don't have to forget to move on you can simply move on without having any of those things happen and i think that is so powerful because i feel like after wings and ruin we move on from what tamlin did to mm -hmm. Farah. do we forgive him no we don't forgive him do we forget what he did no we definitely don't forget what he did but we can move on mm -hmm. and so in the wise worlds of taylor swift you don't have to forgive, you don't have to forget, but you can still move on. Yeah. And I hope for Tamlin's sake that he gets his redemption. Because everybody deserves it. I don't I don't care if you're the most horrible, like the Gypsy Rose, how she just got out, Blanchard, how she oh. just got out of prison. Um, yeah. And she's in all these podcasts and interviews right now, and she's like, My what point. I did was wrong. What I did, she's even saying it. She's like, what I did was wrong. But I do agree, the girl de deserves redemption. She deserves yeah. it. I and love her. She's my whole yeah. TikTok feed. <laughs> right? Same. And so, but like, you that's something that you have to earn. And people are not going to be willing to give it. And so that's what you have to take, I guess. So one thing we find out towards the middle-ish end-ish is that Reason and Feyre are mates. And Reason's known this for a long time, but he hasn't thought, told Feyre because he didn't want to influence Feyre's feelings for him. He wanted everything to be authentic. And that was so fucking romantic. I mean, he didn't, like, in that, uh, that could you imagine, like, you know, okay, so, no, spoil anything, obviously. We don't care. It's... This is, well, there's a spoiler warning. Okay. Okay, spoiler. So when you get to Wings and Ruin, you find out that Lucian um, is mated with Elaine. Yes. And to know what Lucian feels in the way 
that he wants Elaine, and Elaine's going through a, a transformation. And Elaine fucking read. hates Lucian's guts. Yes. And so could you imagine? Here is freaking Reeson, and he is just willing to just let her marry this other man if that's truly what she desires. Yeah, I think he's known that they were mates since they were under the mountain. Is that correct? Yes. Even yeah, before. So- no, 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 no. Before it. Oh, yeah. He knew as soon as they met at um, Calame, right? Well, no, remember he he sent her pictures when he was in he was Amarantha's whore, remember? Oh, he felt right. a bond and she was painting. That's why she that's why she painted the sky yep. um on her table at home back when she was human. You're right, you're right. Yeah. So like so, he knew well, he knew of her. He didn't know it was her let's say there wasn't like a picture of her where he was like that's my that's my yeah lady. but once he like but, met her he was like that's that's her that's her so and when then, she was engaged yeah. to tamlin he very well knew yes and yeah, he, he was knew. going to just let her make her choice and ugh. that's the thing is that like he let her have a choice tamlin never let her have a choice no and i think that's why Sarah Mass does a great job is because in every story you need not a villain, but you need somebody who there there's both of those people in the real world. You know, there are Tamlins and there are reasons. Yes. And, and well, I mean Well, Favor gets really pissed whenever she learns that she's Reese's yes. mate. She's pissed that Reason kept this a secret from her, and I totally get that. But I also see why Reason did keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. He didn't want that to influence any of her choices or feelings. But, yeah, and but I also get I would be pissed too if someone kept that from me. Oh yeah. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two there. Like it is. I get both of their points of view. For sure. And I don't think she kind of really accepts it until she gets back. And she talks to more and more, more obviously knew, and more is like, mm-hmm. he's well, a good guy. Like everybody knew, <laughs> everyone knew, everybody. Like, and then I think that's why she was kind of mad at everybody was because she was like, "Am I real?" Like, it's that me where like everybody knows, but you don't. Like, she yeah, she didn't want to be played the fool again. I think we talked about this in the last podcast where she was made the fool by Tamlin. Whenever Tamlin had this treat, like Tamlin's little curse where he had to find a human woman to fall in love with him and she was played the fool she was like this again seriously like two guys in a row have played me so i totally get it because this is the second time she's kind of just been like caught off guard mm-hmm. Feyre is so mad at recent that she goes away to a hiding spot and more takes her there because what what was the reason why she was mad? Do you remember? It's, be- it's because she... It was a mate? Yeah, recently okay. to her. Like, she, okay. she was kept in the dark. Okay, okay, so it was that. So, Feyre is so mad at Reason for keeping this mate bond a secret where she's pretty much, like, more, take me somewhere. Take me somewhere where, like, I can just be by myself. I don't want anybody near me. And so, Moore's like, are you serious? And she's like, take, like... Feyre is very few times mean or Feyre um, can be dramatic. She can be dramatic. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so anyway, to paraphrase, so more takes her to this place and it's like on top of a hill and you cannot be windowed directly into this place. You have to walk. 
to a point and it's on a hill and it's a little house that they always go to kind of just i guess it's not even a house. Pad. i know describe it as a cabin don't yeah they? yeah it's <laughs> a cabin it's a cabin and but this cabin does have magical powers so i mean it's a bougie cabin yeah <laughs> it's so, not like a one bedroom studio cabin no and like this is where when the boys want to be boys and they want to get away this is where they go because yeah, this, is, this is the bro cabin yes nobody's gonna touch them nobody cares yada 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 so anyway more takes her to this cabin and because she just does not want to see reason she's like i'm pissed at you she wants to be left alone with her own thoughts she wants to sulk in her own thoughts yes which, girl i don't blame you i do the girl, same thing yeah i mean she hasn't had time to so anyway well so she's sulking and pretty much like more like well i can't stay here with you <laughs> i mean got, i got a job i got things to do girl i have a nine to five i mean you can stay here all you want um, she, she's one of Reese's court members. Like she's, yeah. she works on the court. Like she has. She a has a job. Income. She has a job. So Morris kind of like, I'll check on you in three days, and kind of fair is like, okay, fine. Well, Farah, she pretty much does nothing. Like I mean, she just kind of wallows around, thinks she yada mopes. yada. She mopes. She feels sorry for herself, which girl, but, we, we all need to do that occasionally, right? But the my one of my favorite parts of Miss Fury is. So Feyre really hasn't painted for herself. Even if you flash back to Quarter Thorns and Roses, back when she did paint, because Tamlin did give her the paint set and she did paint, she was never painting for herself. She was painting because he thought that she liked it and she did it for him. Like it was a yeah. hobby that she thought. So anyway, anyway post Amarantha, she has not painted since coming back from no. under the mountain like she has not touched a paintbrush no. is she honestly like they quote it like she refuses like she yeah. just doesn't find any any happiness in it it so, reminds her of a world she no longer belongs to yes well this is the first time in a closet she finds a paint set and she decides to start painting and more ends up coming back and seeing what she does and she paints all of their eyes and more's like this is goddamn beautiful. You know? uh, Laura like, does not say that, actually. I, I got to figure she? out what more. No, she says not, that. Not quote unquote, goddamn. No, <laughs> but there's a, there's a viral thing going on in TikTok right now. I forget what more says. I have to look it up word for word. But there's this thing going around. There's like this thing going around on TikTok that Feyre is actually this hideous painter because what more says here. She's like, oh, okay, or something like that. And so, like, the inside joke is that Feyre is actually this horrible painter, but everyone keeps telling her, like, good job. <laughs> but I got to look up what Moore actually says, because this has started, like, this trend on, you haven't seen these on TikTok? I don't think so. There's, like, but this I did... on TikTok that Feyre is actually this horrible painter, and everyone's just lying to her. But it comes from this scene where Moore is like, yeah. yeah okay girl <laughs> i i can see it though i can see it well i just um flipped to chapter 54 and it's when so eventually reese he does he obviously this whole time reese isn't dumb he's he's a lord you know what i mean he's king of every like the land so he's not dumb he knows where Feyre is so well they have but a he, bond yeah and he has a bond so he eventually comes and he walks in and he the, one of the first thing he does is he says quote unquote you painted us 
I hope you don't mind. He studied the threshold to the bedroom hallway. As more Amarin and Cassian, he said, marking the eyes I painted. You do know that one of them is going to paint a mustache under the eyes of whoever pisses them off that day. And like that's such like ugh, that's such the icebreaker because you know, like Reese is so smutty and just yeah. Ugh. Well, he's quite awkward at this point because he knows Ferris pissed at him. Um, yes, he doesn't really know what to do. Um, well, but also like. I just imagine Feyre's paintings are ugly and he's just like, good job. Right? But at the same time, he knows that she loves to paint so that he sees her painting. He's probably like, good for you, girl. Like, Yeah, well, he knows that she's getting her spark back because she hasn't painted since she's been under that mountain. No, yeah. Um, but the one thing that I loved about the scene, and I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but once he shows up there and they have this conversation... The first thing Ferret thinks to do is to make him soup. And yes. as a fellow soup girly, like, I get it. But, like, she's just, like, she doesn't know what to do. She's, like, I'll make you some soup. Yes. Well, and so she makes some soup. And at the end of chapter 54, she kind of goes, you love me? And Reese nods. And Ferret mm-hmm. um, is, like, okay, then eat. So <laughs> that is like the then E quote unquote is the last page of 54. Then we turn into <sighs> chapter 55. 55 is the chapter you've all been waiting for. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts, prepare for landing. <laughs> Masks might be coming down. Um so this is in the in like the first paragraph kind of recent is like I was going to tell you um the moment I saw you. So back when he saw her at um the cow cow yeah, So but he obviously didn't and he can't go back in time. Yeah, we all we all wish we could go back in time and change something, but unfortunately that's not the way the world works. But this is when Feyre tells Reeson, and now I want you to know, Reeson, that I love you, and I want you to know, I want you to know, I whispered, that I am broken and healing, but every piece of my heart belongs to you, and I am honored, honored to be your mate. And then they kiss. (laughs) (sighs) His arms wrap around me, and he pressed his forehead to my shoulder, his body shaking. I struck a hand through his silkness hair. I love you, I said again. Is it this where he like shoves her on the table that has all the paint on it and then eats her out? Yes. <laughs> yes. So um <laughs> the next I'm leaf to your imagination if you have not read, I hope you have, because go to chapter 55. Yeah, so they basically um she forgives him for lying to her and Mm -hmm. she tells him she loves him and they have sex on a table filled with paint and then many more times after that okay Steph serious question here fuck Mary Hill again Tamlin Amarantha and the bone carver oh gosh (laughs) Well, mind you, okay, audience, the bone carver 
he looks however like he can he can shape shifts he can look whatever you want him so again <laughs> Sarah sees him as what like a little boy right? she sees him as her, her and Reason's child yes 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 that's what she sees him I'll go first I'll wait, wait, wait 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 let me go first you okay yeah I've right always now. go first yeah you always go first I already have my opinion so you go I ahead. know so I am going to say honestly fuck amarantha i feel like she even though that she's bad she might be good in bed um mary Reason taught her a trick or two right mary the bone carver and then kill tamlin so close but different i'm gonna kill tamlin um i'm going to fuck the bone carver because like I said, he can be anyone you want. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have him appear for me like, who am I going to have him be? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård. I'm going to fuck right. him as Bill Skarsgård. And then I'm going to marry Amarantha because we're going we're gonna to rule the world together, me and Amarantha. No, I feel that though. See, but that's why like Amarantha, like all these people are so old. Like Amarantha has She, she has a couple tricks. She she's like well, Amarin, you know. Yeah, like, well, 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 she was with Reason for all the like fifty years. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Reason knows a couple tricks. So to be honest, if I'm like doing it with Amarantha, then I'm doing it with Reason, so it's okay. Yeah, well, like, well, the thing is, if I'm gonna fuck the, I'm gonna fuck the Bone Carver because I'm okay, going sure. to. Okay, I get what you're saying there. Okay, so maybe I would switch mine. Like, who do you want him to be? Like, oh, Harry Styles. That's true. You can be Harry Styles. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. I agree. I agree to I agree. Oh, let's do one more here. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill, Feyre, Nesta Elaine. <gasps> How dare you? Okay, I got this. But, I got this. Okay. This does not have to be this book. It can be the whole series. The whole series as I am. So it does not have to be Nesta and Elaine in this book. It can just be Nesta and Elaine and Feyre from the whole series. Okay. Okay. I am going to kill elaine Mm -hmm. i'm going just because too much nurturing going on yeah she doesn't Um, get any better no and so kill elaine fuck probably nesta and marry feyre i'm going to switch those two i'm gonna fuck feyre and i'm gonna marry nesta because yeah. I'm kind of into Nesta right now. Like, I don't know. Nesta gives me bad boy vibes where I'm like, oh. ooh. Like, she would yeah. be like, 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 I don't know. She gives me bad boy vibes where, like, she's the one that's not going to crawl well, back. This is the end for, of the like, episode. The every month. Well, this is the end of the episode. So, dear listener, if you, you, you go on spoilers and what are you doing listening to at this point? But, yeah. So, I just finished Frost and Starlight and the sexual tension between Cassian and Nesta fuck and i know that's all it's silver flame is about is nesta and cassian and i just need those two more than anything like i like nesta and cassian more than i like favorite and recent like i need it i need it in my soul 